Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of A Good Drop. Today, we're doing something different again and talking about a unique bottle of gin called Winter Bathtub Gin by Star Wars Whiskey. Mm, and to a lesser extent, we will be talking about Star Wars Whiskey, who are a very Australian company that's doing quite well for themselves, and we'll come into that more later. And it's a little bit of a gin refresher, too. Yeah. I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. It smells amazingly citrusy. It smells unlike any gin I've ever smelled before. I mean, it, it smells gin-ish, gin-esque. Like, there's, you can definitely smell the juniper. There's no doubt about the smell of the junipers. But there's something more to it. So, I think the first one's going to be at room temperature. And um, we might do another one over ice. Yeah, I, th- I think that uh, sounds like a good idea to really taste the, the full gamut of what it can be like by itself. So, Sorry. so as we've said, uh, this is the Starward Winter Bathtub Gin, and um, while you won't find any mention of this on Starward's website, they mostly make whiskey. I bought it off their website. But currently there is no mention of it there at all, but that is in part because they make whiskey and they make small batch special spirits. Yeah, they they may have sold out already, but I'm really surprised that they haven't got it listed anymore. I, I was on there today and there was no sign of it whatsoever. Wow. None. But let's uh, before we get into what this drink is, let's talk briefly about Star Wars because they're sort of an, an Aussie success story which is uh, they were founded by David Vitali with the vision of uh, creating an approachable, affordable Australian whiskey that um, the world could appreciate as something uniquely Australian. And uh, their new World Whiskey Distillery launched in 2009, based at a former Qantas maintenance hangar in Essendon Fields in Melbourne, Victoria. And uh, its success in producing distinctive single malt whiskies resulted in... Distill Ventures, a subsidiary accelerator fund for Diageo, the world's largest spirits manufacturer, uh-huh. investing in the company by purchasing an undisclosed minority stake in 2015. I'm not surprised that they wanted a piece of the pie. They've made some really good stuff. I've be- I've seen them for a few, seen bottles of the Star Wars whiskey on the shelf at my favorite bottle shop for a while now. So, mm, well, and Diageo, you know, they own Johnny Walker, Talisker, Smirnoff, Captain Morgan, Guinness. Mm. So, if they see something that's doing well and is going to do better, obviously they want to get a piece of that pie. Of course. And uh, so in November 2016, thanks to uh, an infusion of funds that suddenly came came up in 2015, I'm guessing in the form of Diageo, <laughs> they moved to a new distillery and bar in Port Melbourne that's four times larger than their previous distillery and capable of producing a thousand litres of spirits per day. Wow. 
Now, Starward has won a number of awards since uh, since their inception, including gold at the fourth annual Berlin Spirits Competition, gold at the World Whiskey Awards in 2017, best craft distiller whiskey, and double gold at the San Francisco Gold Spirit at the San Francisco Global Spirits Competition in 2016. Right, and of course, uh, they are undoubtedly going to win more in the future. Because mm. what seems to really be blowing people away about what they're doing is that they're producing whiskey, they're aging it in sherry casks. That's, which gives it a unique fruity flavor. Mm. And they're only aging it for three years, which is unheard of in in other whiskey countries mm. to produce the sorts of flavors that they apparently getting from their whiskies but the uh the guys at starward associate that to the fact that melbourne has four seasons in a day yeah and the reason why the aging process works so well in other countries is that say in scotland where they've got you know four days of summer and then it's winter the rest of the year round the the weather stays pretty stable the temperature stays pretty stable and it's good aging conditions but they get a certain special complexity at starward because of how varied the temperatures are. Mm. Um, I've just had another browse to see if I could have a look at, look and see if that um, special release, this stuff was on there, and no, it's not. So they must have sold out. Doesn't surprise me at all. So how does it taste? I haven't had it yet. I haven't tried it yet. Wow, really amazing. It's sort of, I mean, I'm... A fantastic warming sensation, but it's not it's not overpoweringly strong. I'm I'm almost gobsmacked by the subtle complexities of it. So it doesn't it's, hit you in the face with citrus after you taste it. Yeah, no, it's it's there. But yeah, there's a definite it's complex but it's subtle and it's yeah, I'm still I'm still recovering. I'm still recovering from that first mouthful. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's a little bit bitey, like in terms of alcohol. Like, given that it's 48%, it's, I'm not surprised that it's got a bit of kick to it. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, the, the flavors are really nice. The aftertaste is great. Yeah, the, the flavors are... Yeah, I mean, yes, the alcohol is definitely present, but, mm. the, the, yeah, the flavors are subtle, smooth, fruity, but not overbearing. Yeah, like uh, a winter bathtub. <laughs> yes, it is. It's Drinking it is like sort of sinking into a warm bath in winter. Yeah. Whew, that that's gone like all that warmth has gone straight to my head. I feel really fuzzy from it. I've got that really fuzzy like just want to lay back and have a snooze kind of feeling. Yeah, it's it's, it's just wow. It's got a faint hint of smokiness to it, just like the faintest hint. But yeah, there's plenty plenty of citrus, but not overpoweringly so. It smells sweet, but doesn't taste overly sweet. Um, mm, well, they they describe smoked juniper on the label. Yeah, that's probably where. This... So that's where the smokiness is coming from. They've smoked the juniper. Mm. It's it's not 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 a strong smoky flavor whatsoever. It, in fact, the smokiness is uh, almost hidden by the citrus. Yeah, it's it's all so remarkably subtle. I mean, if you can find somewhere that somehow has some of this, because it's what they made seven hundred of these. Yes. Yes, so it's it's a very small batch. As as we said, they make whiskey and special small batch mm. spirits. The, and this is a bargain for seventy dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. I wow. cannot agree more that that is a bargain for seventy dollars. Like now that I've had now that I've had some, it's almost a shame that I've opened it because now I have to drink it. Yeah, 
because if you remember from our gin episode, it once you open it, it's got a shelf life. Mm, very true. That said, though, it would also be a shame not to drink this gin. Yes. <laughs> because it is, it is easily the nicest gin that I've ever had. Yeah. Although that's not saying much in my case because I haven't mm, had many I mean, gins. It has the... I mean, most gins that I've had have a little bit of a bite to them, a little bit mm. of a kick. But yeah, this balances it so nicely. Yeah, this is this is a sipping drink. Mm, yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what uh, what being consumed below room temperature with ice does for it because at yeah. room temperature it's already so pleasant. Mm. Well, they because um, it's been sitting there for a few minutes. That initial ethanol wash has uh, reduced it a little bit. That immediate ethanol sort of hit you in the face kind of feeling has gone and you're left with a a warm smelling warm tasting uh sort of herby citrusy drink and it's great yeah no i mean you usually you would drink gin with something you'd have a gin and tonic or Mm. gin and soda water or this is it's not necessary yeah i mean you could there's nothing wrong with mixing fantastic drinks but i would say it would be a shame to well no, no I, you, you I take could... it back. You, you, because this tastes so great on its own, mixing it with something else will create its own unique flavor and cocktail, and it will it'll be different. It won't be wasting it. Mm, but and I think uh, potentially soda water or tonic water would just sort of take the edge off that initial kick. Yeah, because it, it doesn't have much flavor of its own, so potentially it shouldn't alter the actual flavor so much as just take a little bit of that initial bite out of it. Mm, that back of the throat burn. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like a whiskey, like a very fruity whiskey in terms of how it how it feels going down. I I don't know if I can handle many to more than one of these in a night. It's just it's a lot. Mm, it's there's a lot to it. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, I I feel kind of bad that we're telling you about this fantastic drink that you can't have. <laughs> Like they'll probably do another one. They've done small batch gin before. Yeah. So they will undoubtedly do another small batch gin named something else, and it will undoubtedly be as good as this. So it will probably, in the future, for those of you who are willing to keep an eye out for it, be available again in a different form. Probably not this one, but I'm totally subscribing to their email list so to get um, to get updates on any small release yeah, small batch uh, yeah they've, they've definitely stuff. done gin before they've done a summer bathtub gin have I was, they I, I discovered that ah. so they have done gins previously which means they will probably do gin again right so even if you can no longer purchase the winter bathtub gin another small batch will surely be forthcoming at some point david vitali founder of starward if you're listening please make another batch of of bathtub gin. We don't care what you call it. Just make it again. Yeah, make another one of these. This is really good. So let's let's describe the bottle because I think I have a feeling that they've used the same bottle as the the whiskey that they make. They've just reused the bottle and put a new label on it. Yeah, I, it it does look like a very familiar, very classically shaped bottle. Mm. Very clean lines. That that bulbous shape slightly tapering towards the bottom yeah really thick base and yeah certainly very reminiscent of a whiskey bottle yeah uh on the front label it's called it's got new world projects and the n slash w logo uh and instead of a 
really fancy design or imagery or whatever. They've just made it really simple, really, uh, I guess, plain. They've uh, they've embossed the well. They've they've got um, they've got the titling in some sort of copper coloured reflective print uh, called, and the they've got got it set up like a table. Like so, project winter bathtub gin description smoked juniper. They've got a batch number. They've got the date that they bottled it. Bottle number limited to seven hundred bottles. Alcohol by volume forty eight point zero percent. Uh, volume 700 mils and bottle ID 8NU9-QB5L. And down the bottom, they've got New World Whiskey Distillery, purveyors of Starward. Hmm, which uh, they are, New World Whiskey Distillery. Yeah. And on the back, a New World Project is our way of exploring frontiers in the world of spirits. Each of our distillers start with an unanswered question and has the autonomy to start autonomy to chart a course towards the answer. Sometimes the results are so delicious we want to share them with you. I hope you are as inspired by my team as I am. Signed David Vitale, founder. So, yeah, New World Whiskey Distillery, Bertie Street, Port Melbourne, Victoria. Drink responsibly. Yeah. I will, actually. I'll drink this one responsibly. Yeah, now, uh, if we have any listeners who are in Port Melbourne, do remember that they have a bar attached to their distillery. So you can go there and drink their drinks right next to where they made them, which is undoubtedly a great place to do it. Now, we want to remind you this is not a sponsored episode. We just... We we just had our attention sort of drawn to this and <laughs> no, let's tell it like it is. I got sucked into a Facebook ad, and I saw that like I'd had Starwood whiskey before, and obviously they have heard me talking about it on their various spy devices, like Facebook does, and they targeted me with an ad for this. Uh, it had New World Projects Winter Bathtub Gin by Starwood Whiskey. Uh, limited release, and so I thought, oh, stuff it, why not? This sounds like a good, something interesting to talk about on our podcast. And I like drinking, I like trying new things, so I, I thought about it for a couple of days and, yeah, gave it a shot. Mm, and admittedly, I also enjoy trying new things, and everybody likes a, uh, a success story of, uh, you know, the little guy trying to break up out of nowhere. And- yeah, Start a new thing, you know, rising up from, you know, an old airport hangar into the middle of Port Melbourne in the peak of the bloody CBD, almost, yeah. with a huge place capable of producing, you know, ludicrous amounts of spirits in a day with a bloody pub attached to it. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, I'm I'm really glad I decided to go through with this. And when it, when it came, when it arrived, I was really excited and I... I texted you a photo, and I thought, I right, I'll just have a peek inside. Maybe, maybe I can get to it without having to open it. But it was all all sealed tight. Every single sip I've had of this has been just like the last. Really bloody good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If it it makes me want to try a different kind of their whiskey because they make several different single malt whiskeys. Mm. And I know we've had one. I can't remember what it is. It was the the wine cask one. The wine cask mm. one, right? 
The other one they do is the Solera one. Yes, the Solera, and the the Solera is the one that uh, that they won Best Australian Single Malt Whiskey for. Mm. We'll definitely have to give that one a go. Yeah, we've we've definitely got to try that. Yeah, I I've over the last three four years I've been buying a about eighty ninety dollar bottle of whiskey every so often from each different country. So I've had Scotch, I've had. Uh, I've had Welsh whiskey. I've had Jap- Japanese whiskey, which is how I knew about the Hakushu Distillery. I've had Tasmanian whiskey. I've had no, I haven't had Tasmanian whiskey. I thought Star Ward was from Tasmania, but no, it, I was wrong. It's from Melbourne. Mm. I've had New Zealand whiskey, and I'm trying to see who who does it the best. Um, I think the Japanese whiskey has been the best. Yeah, that that was an amazing whiskey. It was so. Mm. Sm- I mean, for for the price point, that was. It was about what you'd expect. I, mm. I hope. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. I think possibly even slightly better than than you'd expect. It was mm. very smooth. Oh yeah, so good. The um the one I tried before was the uh, just the base one, the Hakushi Distillery. No no age uh, marking to it and. Um, that I think I paid about $60 for it because it had just come to Australia, as I think I mentioned in our Scotch whiskey episode. Yeah. It had just come to Australia, and when whiskeys first come out, they're usually priced differently to what they're worth. Yeah, it's like an introductory price, get people drinking it, let them know that it exists, yeah. and then the price goes up based on popularity. Yeah. So for a $60 whiskey, that was probably the best $60 whiskey I'd ever had. And then I come back a week, uh, a few months later and it's $90, which makes sense because it was that good. Yeah. But between... My, anyway, sorry about that ramble, but my point was between New Zealand and Australia, Australia does it best. Mm, and of course, our the, the whiskey that Starwood makes, according to their website, is made with all local ingredients. And I would assume that uh, that this winter bathtub gin is as well, if it's possible to source juniper locally, and I don't see why it wouldn't be. No, I'm I'm pretty sure it is because I have cooked with juniper juniper berries before, and it's not the not the greatest to cook with, but yeah, you know they were fresh. Yeah, so there you go, all local yeah. ingredients. All local ingredients. Um, I think we might have a, sh- a short episode this time. Yeah, so let's uh, let's move on to the plugs then. Yeah, well, what are we going to talk about next week? Yes, so next week we are talking about uh, alcohol marketing. Alcohol marketing. Hopefully we won't have it too stat heavy this time. Yeah, I mean it's uh, almost um, almost comical dare I say that we're following an episode that for all intents and purposes sounds like marketing yeah <laughs> with an episode about, about marketing. marketing yeah well it, it's all because of marketing that we're drinking this drink yeah so it, it kind of makes sense that we would follow this episode with one about <laughs> marketing yeah and more so about how we, we we'll try and keep it off the stats and more towards how it's targeted and what they do to try and get the the market they want drinking their beverage to be aware of their beverage Mm. that's it so if you liked what you heard um please send give us a a five-star rating on apple podcasts or subscribe and 
share the news. Uh, you can find us as a good drop all about alcohol. Uh, you can also find us on your favorite podcast app, a good drop all about Al- alcohol. And uh, if you want to watch us, as we said earlier, we are on YouTube. A good drop all about alcohol yeah. is our channel. Yeah, more more will undoubtedly come when we have things worth showing you. Mm. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, a good drop podcast. Uh, we have a good old fashioned website agooddrop.com.au and if you've got any comments, questions, feedback cool stories tell us about a small batch drink that you've had before send us an email to agooddrop at gmail.com yeah, I think that's it yeah, so so until next time until next time, cheers cheers